hello everybody and welcome back to we are the queen podcast it has been the longest month in all of history i swear to god but at the same time it went by way too quickly it it like did i was thinking about it yesterday because okay so i'm gonna be hanging out with a really good friend later today and I was like, oh, yeah, we just hung out, like, not too long ago. April, we last saw each other the week of Thanksgiving. How did that happen? <laughs> like, I could have sworn. Like, we've texted, you know, but it was one of those weird things where I'm like, oh, my God, where did that time go? <laughs> I am just... It has been the longest couple of weeks, and yet the shortest couple of weeks all wrapped in one from the weather to political discourse that's happening up in Canada to I'm just trying to survive master's school right now Mm -hmm. (laughs) the master's program and I got an A plus in my multiculturalism class Yes. yay so did I yay yay (laughs) we're so smart I know. So excited. <laughs> and then I don't I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. So to our dearest listeners, all 15 of you. We love you. We love you. We <laughs> thank you for your patience. Hopefully we get back into our recording routine. <laughs> And nothing else happens these next yeah. couple of weeks because I'm just like, I can't, I can't, I can't handle it anymore. Insanity, insanity ensued the last few weeks and like what was going to be like a week off because we just needed a break became like, okay, we like, we don't have the capacity to record. Like we'll wait until we're like ready to go. Right. Yeah. So, I guess we'll start with you, Sarah. What the heck happened with you? God, I don't even know. Okay, I do know. But (laughs) it was a lot. It was, um, well, I, I know we've shared a bit. Like, I was, you know, we've both been kind of having, like, anxiety lately and just the stress of everything. The stress of grad school um the world situation (laughs) it's just very heavy um so a couple weeks ago i hit a pretty like high anxiety point um that i hadn't really been at for a while and it was like a a sustained anxiety like Mm -hmm. instead of just like moments of anxiety with mostly just feeling calm it was like the calm was very rare and short-lived and it was mostly anxiety for a couple days um so i spent a lot of time really trying to take care of myself and try to feel more grounded and present in the moment try to reduce that anxiety you know talk to my counselor about it talk to justin about it talk to you about it (laughs) like all the things took a lot of hot baths and rested a lot and just really did like the bare minimum which is kind of like what you need to do to reduce anxiety um and just really tried to focus on um taking care of myself and my mental health 
um, because I was also still in the end of my school quarter. So I'm like, okay, I still have to turn homework in, like still have to show up to work and do all those things. So, um, so there was that. And then like kind of along the same time, um, Justin and I weren't feeling well. We had what we thought were head colds, which did end up to be head colds, thankfully. What I'm trying to say is we, for a moment, thought we had COVID, we got tested, and then there was like, you know, that moment of, okay, we won't find out our results for a few days. So we had a couple days where we had to act like we had COVID, you know, and like Mm -hmm. quarantine ourselves and all that great stuff. But thank goodness we were not positive. We were negative for COVID. So um, that was short, just a literally a weekend where we had to kind of shut things down until we got those results um yeah and then there were some other things that happened too so it just has been it's just been a lot um I'm feeling much better this week though even though this week was still quite a uh really busy and a bit stressful um in my work and personal kind of life but um coming out the (laughs) end of that whole period and I'm like okay I'm feeling feeling quite a bit better and in the middle of all that my phone decided to crap out so (laughs) now I for the very first time in my entire life I am an iPhone owner April (gasps) you're a basic white girl like me I know (laughs) I was so ashamed when I'm like going to go pick it up and I'm like now I have an iPhone, but we're hoping that this will last a good long time. Please. I am so tired of having to get a new phone. Like, oh God. Because I literally had this phone for like a year, like almost to the day. And <laughs> what kind of phone was it? Was it Android? It was a Google Pixel. Oh. And actually, really, it still works. It still functions, but the it's like a like the power button got super glitchy, mm. so it would like just restart my phone randomly, like when it was like ba- like when something would barely touch my power button. Like I would literally put my phone in my pocket and go to the store, and my phone's just like restarting oh. in my pocket, and I'm just like, oh, oh yeah. And wasn't it like, oh, you want to call the emergency mm. number? Yes, it would be like because like. It has like a, um, if you, yeah, it has like a, a way to like, if you push the power button like five times, it, it goes to this like emergency SOS, like alert system thing. And so I was at work and I kid you not, like it starts just blaring this like loud <laughs> alarm and I'm like, uh, oh God, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm not being abducted right now. Like, <laughs> Send help. My so, anxiety has overtaken me. It was a lot. <laughs> Anyways, new phone. Much better. I enjoy it a lot. I under, I, I get it now. I understand. I was anti-iPhone for years. I was pro-Android. And you know what? It's okay. It's fine. I can have an iPhone. Because now you can actually text me without using Instagram. That... If anything else, that might be the biggest benefit is that we can use iMessage because April, like the way that we were trying to communicate to each other for the last few years was just like the most roundabout, like, okay, well, let's use like instant, 
Instagram Messenger or we'd use Google Messenger or like, yeah. It's a lot. It's so convenient now. Like we're we're trying so hard to like get away from social media and I swear it's just like impossible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I use Instagram so much less now. Like, I mean, I I had like a detox period where um, because I sent my phone in because it was still under warranty. So I'm like, well, maybe they will fix it. And then I don't have to buy a new phone because, folks, I'm in grad school and I don't want to buy a new phone right now. Um, And so I sent it off. So I was without a phone for a few days. And then I get the email that they're like, oh, yeah, no, we can't fix this. Um, We're going to send it back to you or you can pay us and we'll send you a replacement phone. And I'm like, well, I'd rather just have a new phone. Um, so, yeah. So I had this, like, period of time where I wasn't on social media. And I'm like, oh, this is actually helping my mental health. Wow. Fantastic. <laughs> Imagine that. It's like, finally, we found the cure. <laughs> Get rid of social media. Oh, April's going to sneeze. Anyway, the other thing that I did to help my anxiety, um, which Justin will be very happy to hear me talk about on the podcast, is that I am not caffeinated anymore, or at least much less caffeinated these days than I used to be, which April's looking at me with a face of disbelief. (laughs) I don't know how you function. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I was, I was a bit, I was, I was pretty nervous about it actually, because it's obviously, I, I'm dependent on the caffeine. And so I'm like, but what, what, what will happen if I don't drink coffee? Um, so at the like peak of my anxiety, um, I was exhausted. I was super fatigued. And so because of the fatigue, and having to still function as an adult in an adult world, I was like, okay, I need to drink more coffee. So I was drinking quite a bit of coffee to get myself through the day. But then, of course, I was very anxious. And Justin, in his wisdom, was like, do you think that's contributing to the anxious feelings? And I was like, oh, <laughs> Oh, darn. Probably. <laughs> so I um, I tried to, like, gently, like, wean myself down. So, like, I went from, like, three cups of coffee a day to, like, back to two, back to one. And then I mixed my regular coffee with some decaf coffee in my coffee maker one day. So I'm like, okay, I'm still getting caffeine, but it's much, much, much less. And then I'm now drinking decaf coffee if I want coffee. Um, I do have some tea that has like a little bit of caffeine in it that I like to drink, but it's much less than like a cup of coffee. Um, and then pretty much, yeah, for the last couple of weeks, I haven't had any like coffee, coffee. Uh, there were, I think, two days maybe in the last couple of weeks where I, I had like a cup of coffee because I'm like, okay, this is finals week. I need a little bit of a buzz because <laughs> I need to 
be productive right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So I used it a little bit more intentionally than just like trying to stay awake. Mm -hmm. So, and it's been good. I've been sleeping really, really well. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that it's helped with my sleep, which has helped with my anxiety. Um, Yeah. That's good. I know. Bravo, Sarah. Thank you. I could never. <laughs> you could. It just. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I've gotten better as far as how much caffeine I drink throughout the day. Um, so what I used to do was like, you know, have a cup of coffee first thing in the morning and then wait till 2 p.m. to have another cup of coffee. Mm. I could not. Ne- so. I started having, like, sleeping issues. Well, I've had sleeping issues for oh, forever. Um, and so one of the things that I started doing, like, years ago is, like, I would on- I only drink coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like, on a very rare occasion, I might drink coffee around, like, 12, 1 o'clock. Because anything after that time, like, screws up my sleep mm-hmm. so bad. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Yeah, so, like, if I have caffeine after 4 p.m., like, I'm screwed. Mm -hmm. So I've become better about if I really need something to drink that isn't water, it'll be decaf. Yeah. After 4 p.m. Or tea or something. Tea or juice or just Mm -hmm. something to feel like I am being caffeinated, but it's not true. Yes. (laughs) The placebo effect almost. The other thing that helps is, like, the flavored sparkling waters. Yes. Like, there's some amazing, like, flavors out there now that, like, like, okay, I feel like I'm having a can of pop, but I am not. <laughs> but I'm not, so. <laughs> um, you know, actually, I'm going to keep on this coffee train for just a second because um, this really makes me think of our family drinks so much coffee like there's a reason why i looked at justin and i'm like what do you mean i shouldn't be drinking coffee this is just like in my genetics like it's true like when my parents were up here they had so much coffee and it did that doesn't mean that i didn't want to give them coffee i was just like oh yeah this is what living with my parents was like when I was a kid like they had coffee all the time and it's like that was their way to function because like they were so busy yeah like oh my gosh yeah well and like I I just I think of our dear grandma and like she starts her morning yep with a full cup of coffee yes and she she'll pour herself her little cute little teacup yes her little china teacup and saucer drinks her coffee the rest of the coffee goes into like a carafe like thing a thermos thing Mm -hmm. to keep it warm she drinks coffee literally like all day long Mm -hmm. like constant and like you go to her I, I remember like going to her house for like dinner and she's like, okay, who wants coffee? And it's like five o'clock. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's definitely ingrained in our brain. <laughs> and then the other thing that I didn't know was like not like that was just kind of, I mean, I'm sure other families do this too, but like it seems 
like as I've met other people and like, you know, hung out with like my in-laws more, I'm like, what do you mean you don't have like a pot of coffee for like every family function? Like I remember birthday parties where like my parents were constantly making coffee because like the pot would run out and then you got to make more and then you got to make more. And then at some point, I think grandma bought like one of those giant coffee percolators that you would see at like church. Oh yeah. Where you make like gallons of coffee apparently. And like we'd have those at like family dinners or whatever. And I'm like, what the heck? (laughs) Our listeners are just like, oh my God. They're the ones who are destroying the Amazon rainforest. Yeah. God. Oh. And now we wonder why we're so anxious. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh no. Yeah. Highly caffeinated. That's I like caffeine. (laughs) Isn't that just funny to think about? Like at the time it was very normal. But like looking back now, I'm like, holy crap. Like Oh. So yeah. How did we go through that much coffee for just a birthday party with cake and ice cream? Like Due to recent events, I can't, I don't have the finances to, like, go buy, you know, a Starbucks or Tim Hortons Mm -hmm. every day. It's not on the grad school budget. No, no. Oh, man. That's just been, uh, that was a mental breakdown I didn't need. (laughs) Yeah. Um. I, I'm, I, I'm out of creamer now, but uh, I started just buying coffee creamer mm-hmm. because it, it like, it quenches that, like, desire for, like, a nice cup of coffee that has some flavor to it and mm-hmm. some sweetness. And I'm sure it's, like, way healthier <laughs> for me to literally put, like, a little bit of coffee creamer in a cup of black coffee than, like, going and getting a latte. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I do love lattes so much uh so yeah i need to buy more coffee creamer because that will make my drinking my decaf coffee much more enjoyable than just milk i swear my husband is like cleaning downstairs and it's like creating all this noise that i don't need (laughs) oh my gosh well i can't hear anything okay cool so maybe i won't have to like do a super edit Super edit. Oh my gosh. Um, um, what's been yeah. going Anyway, on? that was my tangent about coffee and our family. <laughs> coffee. Um. Oh my gosh. So, the last few weeks for myself, I didn't think finding a practicum site would be as hard as it has been. Because... The way it was presented to me and the way, like, things up here in Canada have been working out, like, we need so many helpers right now uh, in the field ready to, like, take on more. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that... I thought that it would have been really easy to find a practicum site. Yeah. Not true. <laughs> I yeah. had 
so many rejections that either, I'm sorry, we've already taken on a student or um, no, we don't have the means to do that right now, maybe in a year or so. And I'm like, I kind of need my master's now. Thank you. Yeah. And then as well as um, like one place, I had to start looking in the big city. Like mm-hmm. I work in a smaller city, but I had to start looking in the big city and hoping and praying that they would be willing to do a virtual practicum rather than in person because I don't have the financial means to drive to the big city for two yeah. hours to and from every yeah. single day. So once I said, oh, we may be able to take you on, but it looks like you live two hours away. Like, would you be able to come in once or twice a week? And if not, like, you should probably find a site <laughs> closer to you. And I'm just like. Tried that. Tried that. <laughs> I tried that. And I'm trying to be professional and kind and all that stuff. But it's like. I've already tried and I'm happy to drive in once or twice a week. Yeah. So I think I found a place. Uh, The man, he seems very nice. I was also trying to be extremely picky about who (laughs) was going to be my supervisor. (laughs) You have to be. Sarah, I sent you this and I (laughs) wanted your immediate reaction. So what... (laughs) What are the potential sites that uh, I just came up with a huge list of who is practicing in the big city. And then I started looking up their information and sending out emails and stuff. But I always look ahead of time like, okay, what is this counselor yeah, you about? Read, yeah, you read their bio. You're like, okay, like, do, could I connect with this person possibly? Could I connect with this person? Well... I'm going mm-hmm. to find it really quick because I sent it to a friend of the podcast, Sophie. Bless your heart, Sophie. I love you so much. I sent this to her. The same thing that I sent to you, Sarah. <laughs> Christian psychology guiding you to Jesus. And I'm like, excuse me. That's not what therapy is meant to be job is like okay yes we understand we understand the importance of spirituality like there is such thing as like you know that's very um beneficial for your mental health however however comma oh i just yeah i would be so uncomfortable being under like uh, being supervised (laughs) Because, well, like, would this guy be like, okay, how many people have you, like, told about the gospel? I don't know. Like, like yeah, and, like, not every client you're going to have is interested or they're, they're – people go to therapy in order to work on themselves and make mm-hmm. changes in their life that are sustainable. And not everyone turns to religion for yeah. that. So why are you making therapy conditional? Yeah. 
No, that's not, no, that's not what therapy is meant to be about. Like, so, yes, and and there are some who would prefer that kind of counseling, right? Like, that's very important to them. But that's for the client Mm -hmm. to bring to the counselor Mm -hmm. and say, I have these belief systems, I I worship at this particular church, or, you know, whatever, and this is very important to me, and then the counselor can, you know, have the client take that lead. Yes. And not... (laughs) Guiding clients to Jesus? What? So I said it. I sent it to you. And I sent it to friend of the podcast, Sophie. And she I don't I don't know what the emoji is called where it's the upside down smiley face. Oh yeah. And I was like, yes, exactly. Yes. Thank you for validating how I'm feeling about this right now. <laughs> and pass. Thank you. Pass. Oh, man. I just could not. I could not believe. Like, oh, I couldn't. And like on the website. That's on old. The we- I know. I'm like, the balls of steel on this one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a population of people who, like, would see that and be like, oh, good, like, I'm seen, like, this is what I'm looking for. But, like, uh, it's so isolating to, uh, like, just a a large amount of people, I think, so. (laughs) Well, and especially since we had just, I was in the midst of the multiculturalism class. Yes! Where it's, like, not everyone is going to be white and Christian. (laughs) Right, Surprising, Surprise. I know. Diversity <laughs> at its finest. Oh my like, god. Oh, oh, I, I'm having a visceral reaction again, Sarah. I'm just mm-hmm. like, no. Oh, it's no. a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm glad that you have like, you're actually like getting your foot in some doors, though. It sounds mm-hmm. like so. This is just telling me that I need to start my search soon. (laughs) Early. I I highly recommend it. And because I I personally, not that I expect every single place to like be like, yes, please come in. I was just shocked of how many places said no, absolutely not. And it's like, but you all have been complaining for the last two years that you need more people. Mm-hmm. Because of COVID. Yeah. And, like, the crappy thing, and it's not crappy, but it kind of is. Because, like, you're wanting to move past the school part and just start working. Yes. But in order to get to that part, like, we have to go through this rigorous program where we have to do... Um, internship and be supervised and and all that and and be prepared in order to start practicing independently. So there's tons of jobs where you can practice independently, Mm -hmm. but you have to already have your license. Mm -hmm. And how do you get your license? (laughs) You have to finish school. I know. Do all this other stuff, you know, you have to be supervised for a, you know, period of time and, Mm -hmm. uh, 
yeah, so like you can't just jump on BetterHelp and start start working at this point. I know. I don't want to be a you know as the kids say a poser. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god, I just couldn't believe. And then to top it off, so the one thing I will compliment my university on is that they have a site locator, so they already mm-hmm. have like previous supervisors ingrained into their system. So it's like, okay, these are the places who have worked with our students before. Mm-hmm. All but one either already had a student or are going on sabbatical or mm-hmm. they don't exist anymore. So I'm just yeah. like... Well. Gotta update your system, people. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that that's my update on practicum. And then... <laughs> so... We are currently in the midst of going for, uh, to receive our Canadian citizenship. We have all the papers. We've done everything. We have the, we've saved money previously to make this application happen. Mm -hmm. All but one thing. (laughs) Sarah? Yes. I had to drive to the big city to take an English exam. Which I just find comical since you're immigrating from an English speaking country. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just like, it's just a way to make money off of people. <laughs> That's It's all it is. And then I understand, like, there should be at least some cer- a certain degree where people are able to sp- speak English. But I also don't believe that English should be the only speaking language. It seems odd. It's very odd. Because, yeah, like, I guess there should probably be some basic understanding Um, Because I'm trying to think of, like, you know, people trying to get American citizenship and they have to take, like, a test and stuff. But but that one's less of, like, your understanding of English and more of, like, American, like, understand. Because, like, my... So, story time. So, my aunt... I have an aunt that's Filipino. She became a U.S. citizen years and years ago. But in that process, she had to take this test. So she had to study for it. She had to learn, like, the presidents, you know, like, like ancient history. Like, you know, she had to learn, like, okay, what were the 13 colonies? Like, it was a very, like, you know, high school history class, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, civics, you know, types of questions that she had to memorize. Um, And she had the advantage. She is an English speaker, so... um, she didn't have issues with that part, but um, that's odd. So basically, they just want to make sure you know how to speak English up there, like as well as like communicating through writing, reading, and listening. So the first three hours of this exam was listening, which was about forty minutes to an hour long, and then it was reading. And then there was, like, multiple choice questions involved and making sure, like, okay, you read this, now regurgitate it back through your memory. And then 
as well as um, the writing portion. And the writing portion was you're, you're writing a letter to the principal to excuse your child for an important family event, to explain what this family event is, how long you'll be gone, what you can do to make up the time, to so on and so forth. It's like, okay. Basically figuring, seeing if you can, yeah, formulate like... Yeah, formulate uh, a letter. Thoughts, yeah, it, yeah. It sounds like a very watered-down version of the SAT. It really is. Or like, like a yeah, a standardized school test. And it absolutely huh. terrified me because I have, like, horrible test anxiety. And, like, the way my brain is, like, I need more time to focus on things. And so during the listening portion, I was just like... In hyper focus mode because like I was so scared to miss something. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, haha, you failed. You spent over three hundred dollars for absolutely no reason at all. And in order to get Canadian citizenship, you have to take it again. <laughs> I'll find out in a week, I think, um, what my results are. I and mean, I'm assuming you're fine. <laughs> I I think so, but it's like, oh god. How would you? And then, so horrifying if he didn't yeah. do well. Like, I yeah, I don't see why they would, yeah. Oh, my God. Do anything otherwise. I, I, don't know. I Yeah. And then, so the test ended at 1, but I had to go back later around 5 um, to do the speaking portion, which was, like, 10 to 15 minutes of, like, conversation, essentially. And, mm-hmm. um... <laughs> I, uh, from my memory uh, the gentleman who was quizzing me I think he was either Pakistani or Indian like East India mm-hmm. um, and he asked me tell me of a time where you had to be respectful t- towards someone when you didn't want to be because they did something and I was just like Oh, of all the things I could spill <laughs> right now. And he was, like, recording me, too, for, like, uh-huh. testing purposes. I was like, oh, of all the things I could talk about right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I talked about a certain boss from a certain ice cream store. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I felt so great to, like, put that on tape. Yeah, yeah. you're like, I'm using this? As material for my Canadian citizenship, it is recorded. <laughs> Governmental people are listening. <laughs> Do you hear me? Racism <laughs> sucks. <laughs> um, so there was that. And then... So in between all this that day, um, we made like a big day out of it. Like we went to... A restaurant that I hadn't been to yet and like Zach had wanted to take me there for like over two years but then the pandemic hit and then Sarah there was a Papa Murphy's there oh my god now to those of you who don't know Papa Murphy's is a chain mostly in the inland northwest of the states where you go and you buy a pre-cooked pizza it's magical it's magical 
you take it home, you put it in your oven at 425 degrees, and you have hot pizza. And it's delicious. <laughs> and April and I, we grew up eating Papa Murphy's pizza. Papa Murphy's is like the greatest creation, and I hadn't had it in over, I think, three years at this point. And they have one in the big city. 10 minutes away from where I took this English exam. So we got a pre-cooked pizza and took it home when we had it the next day. And it was so delicious. <laughs> it made me so happy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> At least you got your pizza after all that. <laughs> oh my gosh. That, that whole day was just nuts. And then our cat, we love our cat very much, but this child <laughs> is so anxiety-ridden, and we got home, and we're just, you know, we're checking around, and we think, oh, we did really great, because, like, we ended up staying the night at a hotel, because I had to be at the test at 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> And so we thought, oh, he did so great. Like, good job, kitty. You're so cute and you're so brave. He's just like, meow, meow, meow. Unbeknownst to us, we didn't check as thoroughly as we should have. He took so many shits (laughs) in our guest bedroom. Ugh. On the bed, in the corner. no. And... He just made that whole room his litter box. (laughs) It's like, why? Why did you do this? We were so mad at him the next day. Like, (laughs) dude, it's like... Because to us, like, we both grew up with cats where, like, they weren't anxiety-ridden. Yeah, we'll be cool for, like, two weeks on our own. Just leave us food and water. Do you think, okay, because our cat is anxiety ridden too, although he's getting so much better now that I leave the house to go to work, because when we adopted him, Justin will correct me here to say that I adopted him, so I will filter that (laughs) for myself. When I adopted him, it was height of pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. It was November of 2020. And I was working at home, and so, like, here's this, like, 10-month-old kitten who bonded to me immediately, and, like, any time I left the house for any length of time, he would just freak out, be so upset. Um, So now we're to the point where he's chill, he's fine, I can go off and work all day and come back. He's very excited to see me when I come home, but, like, nothing's been disturbed. (laughs) He's fine. Do you think we're, since we're home so much, I mean, like, I mean, your cat growing up, like, I'm assuming had to adjust to like, you know, a a busy household where you would go to school and your dad Mm -hmm. would go to work and, you know, Mm -hmm. like, cats are fun, you know? Yeah. Our cats are too dependent these days. Right. (laughs) Well, and I'm not sure because, so if we knew that this was going to happen... Like, he's been really bad in the past, but this past year, like, if we have to stay the night at, you know, a friend's place in between waves of COVID when when we feel it's safe to, like, socialize and stuff, Mm -hmm. 
We stay the night. We go home. Kitty, yeah, a little anxious. But, not, you know, not this not horrible yeah. reaction. So we thought, you know, this past weekend that he would be fine because he has proven at least two or three times in the last year, like, yeah, I can handle it. Just as long as you come back, I'll be fine. So it's like, why? Oh, well. <laughs> it's a work in progress. I just need to quickly vent about it and how frustrating that was and just everything was just everything has just been going wrong lately the weather (laughs) oh my god like it's the temperatures right now are plus five degrees celsius hey we're almost out of winter shot back down to like negative 40 and then back up again and the other night I got a text from Zachary. He's like, I'm just letting you know the roads are getting really, really bad. And I'm just like, but it was sunny when I went to work. What happened? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I look and I'm like, oh, yeah, that kind of does look like foul weather. So I, I went home early from work. Wide out conditions. I'm just oh like, my God. I, okay. It'll take me like an hour to get home which should be like a half hour drive gotta do what I gotta do to be safe and whatnot. it's been exhausting sounds exhausting (laughs) this is why April cannot even fathom the idea of giving up coffee (laughs) I can't I can't fathom (laughs) judge me all you want I don't care (laughs) my body my choice (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, I will share some things that have gotten me, that has gotten me through the last couple of weeks. Um, well, first of all, I will share, um, uh, Justin would like to come on the podcast again, so but he is not here today, so I will brag about my husband since he's not here. Um, when I was in the pit of despair, <laughs> pit of anxiety... He was wonderful, and he's like, I'm going to order you a couple of things. So he ordered me a new yoga mat, which is fantastic. I love it. And uh, a book light. So, like, I didn't bring it up here, so I can't show you April. But, like, you wear it around your neck, and it's got these two little lights. And then, so when you're reading, it's like, it just shines, like, right on your book. Mm -hmm. It's really... It's really, really nice, and you just you uh, it has like a USB charge thing, so you just charge it when it's low on battery, um, and it's like hands free and stuff, and you don't have to like do the weird clip on the book book light thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, super handy dandy, and then he bought me a book that I have been wanting to read, and it's called Redefining Anxiety mm. by Dr. John Deloney. I don't remember if I've talked about. Dr. John Deloney on this podcast yet. Because I started listening to his podcast. Um, it's called The Dr. John Deloney Show. And he is a mental health professional. Um, and his podcast slash like YouTube show. So you can either watch it on YouTube or you can listen to the podcast version. Um, but people call in and like with different issues. So like relationship issues or what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, mental health 
And he basically does like a mini counseling session with them, like on the call, on the podcast. Um, And then he wrote this book and then he just announced. So this is a really short book. So I'm holding it up for April to see. It's like super, super fast to read. It's even called a quick read at the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And... Uh, he just announced that he's coming out with a new book. I have to look up the title because I don't remember. Um, it's coming out, I think, in April. So it's coming out this year. Anyway, so I read this book. It's fantastic. I really, really recommend it. Um, it, it breaks down what anxiety is. And he talks about kind of the myths of, like, what people like assume about anxiety um like myth number one is um anxiety is a disease or a genetic condition myth number two is anxiety can only be cured with medication um and so he really kind of dissects it really well and then he gives like really practical um things that like you can do Mm -hmm. to help with anxiety um, so, and it's, it's all very similar to our anxiety episode that we did recently. Um, one of his big things is to write down the thoughts that are troubling you and review for accuracy and truth. So he talks about that on his podcast a lot, but basically like if you're having intrusive thoughts or like just anxious thoughts, mm-hmm. like to write them down and then you like look at it and you're like, okay, is this actually true? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I was going to see if he has an example in here. Uh, like, maybe, like, I'm, I'm a terrible person because I haven't cleaned my room mm-hmm. or whatever. And then you write that down. And then you're like, but that doesn't make me a terrible person. <laughs> it just means that I am busy, you know, right. like that kind of thing. Um, and then, let's see, so... And then one of his other big things uh, to help with anxiety and mental health in general is, like, finding your people. Like, like having friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, having people you can talk to. Whether that means going to counseling. That means, you know, hanging out with friends when you can. That kind of thing. So, um, he's all about, like, connecting with other people. Anyway, so that was really good. Mm-hmm. April. The other thing. Oh, backtrack. I'm a, I'm a little I'm a little all over the place today. It's, I'm just so, so excited to be recording. I know, me too. And I'm just like I'm bouncing. I'm trying okay, to be present. So, yes. So that book is called Redefining Anxiety by Dr. John Deloney. The podcast is the Dr. John Deloney Show. Go listen to it. It's fantastic. There are some things where I don't really align with him. But um, he's a very, like, approachable guy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I really appreciate his perspective on a lot of things. His new book that's going to come out, and it's a full-size book, not a teeny little one like this one. This one's called Own Your Past, Change Your Future. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot about, I think, uh, just mental health in general and wellness and, like, trauma. Um, So it should be a great book. Right now it's on pre-order. And apparently, 
if you order it, if you pre-order it, they're giving away like tons of free stuff with it. So they're not only going to give you the book, so it's like 20 bucks to pre-order. So you'll get the book, you'll get the audiobook, and they're giving away a free month of BetterHelp counseling if you pre-order. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. So if you're like interested, um, maybe take a look at his podcast. Take a, This book, the Redefining Anxiety book, is like $10. So it's like... Very affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that was really cool. Okay, now <laughs> moving on. Do we want to talk about Wordle for a second? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, April! I <laughs> learned about Wordle from Justin, who learned about it from I'm not sure. Because it's kind of all over the, like, it's the new fad right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So he heard about it from watching something. And so uh, Justin's, like, got, like, a month streak right now. He's been playing it for, like, a month, I think. Um, I know. (laughs) And I lost, so I lost my, like, because I had to change phones. So I had to start all over again with my stats. I know. It's okay. Boo. I know. Boo. I'm on a 14-day streak now. How is that possible? Didn't I just get my phone? How long have I had my phone? Okay, two, I don't two know. Two weeks? Oh, maybe I have had it for two weeks. Okay, well, I again, time. I know, like, <laughs> time is of the essence and it just fluttered away even though it's okay. felt like a million years. So I learned about Wordle, and then April, I texted you, and I was like, have you heard of Wordle? And you were like, no. And I was like, girl, girl, gotta play Wordle. And so now, <laughs> we are sending each other our Wordle <laughs> for the day, our score. <laughs> and it's so fun. So if you haven't played it, just Google Wordle, W-O-R-D-L-E. And I don't, if you haven't heard of it, I don't know how you have not heard of it because it's like all over the place right now, but yeah, it's really, it's, it's very frustrating, but it's very fun at the same time. Um, yeah, just that's, that's all I'll say. (laughs) I think I've, so basically Wordle is you have six tries to figure out what the word is. Yes. And if the letters you put in if they turn yellow that means okay this word or this letter is in the word just in the wrong place mm-hmm. and if it's green haha that letter is in the right spot yep a- april you didn't guess the word today is this where you're going <laughs> stay with april me. lost today <laughs> stay with me here okay i've only gotten the word on the third try at least three or four times yeah, I'm yeah. usually pretty good about getting it on the fourth try and the fifth try. By yeah. the sixth try, I'm very concerned about my intelligence. Yes. And if I don't get it, I feel like a worthless piece of shit. <laughs> it is kind of this funny thing where, yeah, like, you feel gr- anywhere between the third and the fifth try, you're like, oh yeah, God. I conquered this. I figured it out. I feel so smart. And then, yeah, there have been, I think there have been two or maybe, I think twice where I haven't 
gotten the word of the day. Well, and then it tells you. So if you get through all six tries and you don't get it, it does tell you. But then I feel like that makes you feel worse. Yes. Because, like, you'll be so close to getting it. Like. That was me today. (laughs) It's because you didn't. I don't want to give the word away. Well, oh, wait, this won't come out until tomorrow, so doesn't matter. Okay, well, if you would have had the U in the word ultra, you would have gotten there. And you know what's really funny is, like, yeah, there's just so many different, like, strategies for how to play. Because you, you know, mm-hmm. you try to get as, like, you try to pick words where you're going to get, like, a bunch of vowels. Like, that's usually really helpful to weed mm-hmm. those out. Um, and, like, weird letters like Q. So what helped me today was I put in the word quilt. And so from quilt, I got U and L and T. And from other le- from other words before that, I got the A and the R. So... So then it's almost like trial and error. So I've definitely had some of those where I like literally have like four of the five letters in the right spot. And then you're just like trial and error, like trying different words. So that's usually my strategy too, where it's like normally I have a set of words that I use for the first time. So like rusty, charm, crane. Um, And then... Once I put that in and see, like, what is available, what isn't anymore, then I go to the next slot and then I choose one of my other first uh, words. Like, again, if I use Mm -hmm. crane, sometimes I then, okay, rusty. No, I didn't do that today. Today I decided to try to challenge myself and just go with what I was already given instead oh, yes. of using a completely different word. I regret yeah, everything. I feel like that messes you up because I get st- I really get stuck with that where I'm like, okay, so what are words that have an R in the fourth, you know, like whatever spot. Like I think that was what it was today. But that can just mess with your brain. Yeah. So... Anyways, I don't know if we're great selling, if those were great selling points, but it's very fun. And it's just a website. So you just go to the website every day and there's a new word puzzle. Mm-hmm. And um, I will say that my greatest luck lately has been literally I will be still half asleep. Like I had just woken up. I don't want to get out of bed yet because... I hate mornings. (laughs) And so I'm laying in bed and I'm like, okay, I will just play the word all. And like, I think my brain is still like mush. And so like, I don't second guess myself. I don't really think too hard. And those are the times where I've gotten it on like the third try. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know how I did this, but I did. See, and I've tried that strategy and I'm just like, I don't care as much because I'm still waking up. And then I feel worthless. (laughs) So take that with a grain of salt and... Please know I'm just trying to be humorous about myself and the scenario that I put myself in. (laughs) I don't know what else to say about it. I don't know what else to say. (laughs) Moving on. 
Uh, I will share... Um, well, should we talk about what we've been watching? Sure. And what has gotten us through the last few weeks? Okay. Um, well, I, wa- I binged The Getting Curious. Oh, me too. Show on Netflix. Excellent show. Highly recommend. Highly entertaining. And I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. It's very creative. It I is. really liked the way that the way they edited it was like just like so cute, and they had like cute little segments and like animations, and it honestly reminded me of like Mister Rogers' Neighborhood, where he like takes tours of factories and stuff. But like yeah. this is the more modern version of that. Yeah, um, instead of like the straightforward. Uh, style that Mr. Rogers had, but I enjoyed it overall. I thought it was great. And then I was like, there's only six episodes? It went so fast. It went really fast. Um, But there was so much information like shoved into those tiny Mm -hmm. little episodes. Yeah. And it was very funny. Mm -hmm. uh, And yeah, I just, I found, I found a lot of joy in that, especially, like, coming down off of, like, just kind of a chaotic couple weeks. I was like, oh, this is what I need. Like, just is it, like, a very easy show to watch, and, like, I'm like, okay, I really need to take a break from, like, you know, my drama mm-hmm. shows and, like, you know, some shows you have to be in the right mood to watch, and mm-hmm. so this is, it was a nice, like, palate cleanser, essentially. Yes. Yes, I agree. I might have to watch them again because, like... I think, yeah. I think I'll watch them again, too. They're so joyful. Yeah. Um, We caught up on, at least on Netflix, we caught up on Better Call Saul. And I, Sarah, (laughs) I had a moment. Uh, So, spoiler for those who have not watched Better Call Saul, and if you want to, like, skip to the end of this episode but there's a moment where Saul is manipulating an older woman who lives in a retirement community because she's part of this uh, lawsuit um, trying to get money for um, oh what's the word malpractice or something like that against retirement communities yeah, basically they uh, the retirement community was like like charging them mm-hmm. for like random miscellaneous stuff and Saul was like wait a minute, why are they charging you for like Q-tips or <laughs> so you know like Yeah. It's like the little things like that. So yeah. this whole community is part of the lawsuit. There's like six or seven people in this I think it's a class action lawsuit. And he manipulated the entire community to believe that this specific woman was holding out to get more money and oh, that they yes. they were going to get less and like the way he just presented it like she he was literally giving this woman really fancy shoes mm-hmm. uh access to nice dinners or you know, stuff like that to make it look like she is parading her around her wealth when that wasn't the case. But the community is just like, oh, she's so stuck up. And, like, all of her friends turned on her. 
Yeah. They and they all end up at a bingo game. And he arranged it so that she would win. Mm-hmm. After like, you know, the first six balls <laughs> would roll and she's like, Oh bingo. And when she's going up to get her prize, everyone is silent. No one is clapping for her. Everyone has disgust on their their faces. Mm -hmm. And she just, when she's getting her prize, she's turning around and kind of realizing, like, what is happening. And then she drops her prize and screams no and runs out the door. Sarah? That was, like, the most heartbreaking episode. Sarah, I was sobbing my my eyes out. I was sobbing. And Zach's like, what, what, what? (laughs) So he pauses. He's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm like, this is my greatest fear is ending up alone in a retirement community. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, there, there, my dear. And I'm like, I'm so weird. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Like, I mean, they just, the way that they, just turned on her so fast. So fast. And, like, she was just so confused. Like, so oblivious to what was happening. Yeah. And, like, just so sad that no one liked her. Like, I was that the episode where they, like, go and, like, they walk the mall. They do yes. the mall walking. Yes. yes. And, oh, God. And she's like, ladies, wait for me. Ladies. And, and they're, they're just, like, like faster. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. My, my little heart but like that scene during mm. the bingo game broke my heart into like a million little pieces and I was like uh, no I can't handle this so how could you you bastard <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's a good show though <laughs> it is a really good show but there are moments man where you're just like Holy and cow. The thing is, Bob Odenkirk, who plays Saul Goodman, yeah. he's so good. He and is so fantastic. He gets me every single time where I'm just like starting to believe like, oh, he's turning a new leaf. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Saul, how could you, you did it again. And like the whole like dynamic between him and his brother... That whole story arc is just oh, wild. It's so wild. And now now that we've caught up on Netflix, I'm just like, I don't know where this is going to go. Like, mm-hmm. we know what happens in Breaking Bad and where Saul Goodman ends up. But how do we get from where we're at at the end of season four to the end of Breaking Bad. Yeah. I don't know. I need to I know. know. Like, it's driving me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, okay. Let's jump on, before we end our podcast, I'll jump on the Star Wars current news. <laughs> Star Wars current news. So, this last week, so we've been watching The Book of Boba Fett. And, um, which is, like, the newest show after The Mandalorian finished last year. So, the final episode came out this week. So, they did, they did the thing again where they released just one episode a week. 
which is like terrible because you want to just like keep watching and binging it but it's also like I also really like that they're doing that so that you you get like a piece of the story and then you kind of have to sit on that Mm -hmm. and wait for the next one to come out the following week um also they were released on Wednesdays this time which I feel like is a very strange day because we definitely forgot about it like Mm -hmm. The first couple weeks, so we had to catch up. I think we had to watch, like, two or something. Um, or maybe not. Maybe we just watched it on Friday instead because we were like, oh, yeah, that show came out. Um, I loved it, April. Like, I'm really excited for you to see it. Yes, so we plan to give up Netflix by the end of this month. I first have to binge Love is Blind. And then I will give up Netflix temporarily. (laughs) Um, And then Zach will get us on Disney Plus. Honestly, we need to make friends and like share passwords to like all the streaming services. So we'll be like, we'll cover Netflix and this. Yeah. (laughs) If you cover for Disney Plus. And Disney's not like, no, how dare you? We (laughs) want our money. Um. So we're going to do that for a little bit. Plus, we have, like, a ton of Disney movies we need to catch up on, like Encanto. Yeah, I have not seen that either. I've heard it's amazing. That's what I've heard, too. <gasps> Plus, it's Lin-Manuel Miranda, so I'm I like, know. okay, I gotta watch it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, so there's that. And then, yeah, Book of Boba, Boba Fett. We're also... I've been watching way too much television lately. I technically, like, even though the new class in school started this week, I kind of took a slight sabbatical because I'm like, I can't. Plus, like, not not a whole lot happened this week, so, which is nice. So I was able to do that. So we've been watching the final season of Attack on Titan and Sarah. Is it good? Oh my god. I, um... Me and my nerdy husband <laughs> watch, well, we watch um, G4 TV, like, programming and Attack of the Show and stuff, and so they will talk about, like, different, you know, current things that are, you know, different shows that are popular, and, like, it's mostly, like, super nerdy stuff, so, like, so I've heard about <laughs> Attack on Titan, so, okay. Oh. Good. If we... If you have the chance to watch it, I think we need to do a whole episode dedicated to... It's just masterful storytelling mm. and ethical dilemmas like in regards to humanity. Mm-hmm. And I find it fascinating. And I want to like eventually have an episode dedicated to... <laughs> Here I am on my heart and high horse like, please... If we can't recap The Bachelor, let us talk Attack on Titan. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. Yes. Like a plan. I'll have to find some time to watch it. Yes. Um. Yeah. No, yeah. So we just finished The Book of Boba Fett. Very good. Mandalorian fans, you have to watch it because people show up that you will care about. <gasps> I will say that. Oh. <laughs> also, I mean, you know what? With the internet these days, I, like, 
I swear to God, you probably already know all about the show, and you haven't even seen it. So just go, <laughs> just go watch it. Dearest listeners, we know that you have come from the internet, so that is not a dig on you. We like no. you, listeners. Please stay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But just, just watch the shows. Just watch all the shows. It's just so... It, it was it was a good time. Like, it was really... Um, I, I loved watching The Mandalorian, and I'm really liking The Book of Boba Fett. And, like, it's just incredible. Like, the storytelling... Kind of like you and Attack on Titan. Like, the storytelling, like, the visuals... And if you can watch any of the, like, making of the Mandalorian stuff, like, it is fascinating, like, how they put that show together. Mm -hmm. Um, And just, like, the technology involved. um, And, like, the merging of, like, technology and, like, kind of the old school way that they did, like, costuming and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, the puppet, puppeteering type of thing. Because little Grogu was a little puppet. Um... And and yes, there is more Baby Yoda, Grogu. <gasps> so if that hooks you, go watch it. <laughs> Baby oh Yoda, my he's god, so, cute. <laughs> so adorable! And there's more adorableness in the book of Boba Fett. And um, uh oh 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 oh. Okay, I can't remember what her name is. She is like the 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 mechanic from the Mandalorian oh, that yeah. has all the droids. She plays the voice of Oh no, I froze. No, you okay, got it. There we go. Um she plays uh uh um Mulan? Caroline, Princess Caroline oh. on on Bojack Horseman. That's the same lady. Oh yeah. Yes. She comes back. Nice. <laughs> and then like I love um, the lady that plays Fennec. That's also Mulan. Who? What's her name? Mingwa. Mm-hmm. Ming. Wait. What is her name? Uh oh. Hold, please. Hold. Oh God. Holding. Oh God. What is her name? Oh no, that's <laughs> Mingwa is a restaurant. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay, it's so close. Uh, we didn't mean to. I'm so sorry. I'm just gonna look up book a book of it. <laughs> okay. So I'll look at the cast. Anywho's, she's amazing. Oh, Ming Na Wen. I'm so sorry, Ming Na Wen. Okay. She plays Fennec. She's fantastic. She's like 50 years old and she's like do like doing acrobatics. I mean I'm sure she has a stunt person, but like her character does like all kinds of crazy acrobatics in the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> I'm so glad that her career has uh, expanded beyond being yes. a Disney princess. Granted, she's one of my favorite Disney princesses, but you know. Yes. It makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's still like playing, like, and she's playing like active, like, really cool characters, not mm-hmm. just like you know, a mom like, yeah. on some sitcom. like <laughs> Or stereotypical Asian women in media. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah, I love her character a lot. She's pretty badass, so. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. That's what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone, <laughs> thank you for sticking with us. 
I have no idea what like this next month is going to look like. Um, I have no I, idea either. I want to be able to keep recording episodes and stuff, but like everything has kind of been going wrong it seems like and by the time the weekend comes around I'm like I do not have the mental capacity to pretend to be happy (laughs) yeah neither of us have like been able to even have the capacity to be creative Mm -hmm. like that's why today was like all over the place (laughs) Yeah. Because we literally were like, I don't know, I, I have um, no idea what to talk about. We'll just talk and talk and talk, and it'll it'll be a show. It'll be a thing. It's it, fine. We'll just ramble, and I'm pretty sure people will enjoy it. Thank you very yeah, much yeah, for yeah. enjoying it. Thank you for giving us the space to just sigh into the microphone and be like, you know what, everyone? Life is not sunshine and rainbows right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard, and... We had to take a, you know, our own advice and take a break and take care of ourselves mm-hmm. and kind of, yeah, work to get ourselves a little bit, a little bit, a little bit centered, a little bit grounded, mm-hmm. a little <laughs> bit more there mentally. Uh, I lost my marbles a long time ago. Are you kidding uh, me? Yeah. <laughs> Do we want to do an affirmation today, April? Yes, please. Yes, please. Okay, hold on. Oh, okay. Today's affirmation is, I radiate beauty, charm, and grace. Have a great week, everybody. Take care. Bye. Bye. Makes me think of the movie Young Frankenstein. Surround myself with quiet dignity and grace. And then it immediately jumps to, you son of a bitch, what did you do to me? (laughs)